Greetings, nerds. This is Dean and Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. Happy Wednesday evening to you. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah, we we're are... both off on Monday, and we had a lot of content. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of content that uh, I think I got through most of it. I know right before we started recording, uh, you shared that you finished We Own the City, and I, I plan on finishing it this week. So hopefully, we get back to it. But yeah, it was a lot of content this weekend. And then, and then of course, today, I mean, the news today, obviously, uh, the whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard verdict came down. And uh, I know we didn't spend much time on it, hardly any time on it here on, on the podcast. And then I think maybe a, a mention about it a few weeks ago. But uh, yeah, that that uh, that that trial ended that pretty much more YouTube careers. Well, it's going to also launch other careers as they're going to do so many movies about that whole situation. But I don't really want to talk about that. Um, no, no, no. I don't either. Because, just, like I yeah. said, we have stuff to talk about, and we're going to kick it off with Stranger, Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1. Now, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this show, this show, the Dumbass So... Few fun things about my viewing experience, Will. If you, <laughs> if you'll let me, I'll, I will, I will happily cede the floor to you. So. Okay. okay. You had the stage. I do listen. <laughs> I do listen when you tell me things about this show, but in when I when I finally sat down and started watching it, and I was reluctant. I was very hesitant. Uh, you you sent me something because you had watched like I think the first episode before yep. me, yep. And and the first episode is rough. It's slow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I forgot, and I'm glad I forgot because this show has this way of me despising it on the outside, <laughs> but when it gets going, yeah, <laughs> I'm on board and I'm full engaged except for the 40% of it that I completely fast forward through because I have no care for those characters. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's this weird mix of I was fully engaged except for all of the stuff I fast forward to because I had I did not care at all about what mm-hmm. was going on with Russia. I did okay. not care at all what was going on in California except for the end. Yeah. And I really didn't care about L except for the end. And okay. Last episode, I think I watched the most of. Like, okay, well, well, listeners, I will, I will, I will, I will fill the gaps for California and Russia. I don't know and... what happened. <laughs> just, I would just, I would sit there and I'd be like, I see where this is going fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there, there's yeah, a enough. lot of time, and you said it yourself. Like yeah. these are long episodes, and they clearly could have cut some of the stuff. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. Where they focused some of the arcs, mm-hmm. I thought was just great. I love what they especially did with both Max and Nancy. Yeah. yeah. That caught me off guard, and and I really liked it. And the last bit I want to say about my viewing experiences, again, Will, I do listen when you tell me things. I just don't remember all the time so i don't know if you told me this but for some reason i had it in my head this whole entire experience that this was the last season <laughs> but it's there's the another one after yeah. yeah so so it was a weird thing of like oh i really they're really ending it well good and then oh wait there's more well thank yeah. you there's more because I forgot how much I love these characters. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Well, I know exactly what you're talking about because I was discussed. I had sent you a message because, like you said, the first couple episodes really and 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 and, and I think historically with this series, it, it, this is always the case. It takes a while for it to get going, right? And so I remember messaging you because I started it. Um, I started it. I want to say Friday night or Saturday, and I was like. Do you want to break it up? Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get through all seven episodes between now and our recording time tonight. Right. So, so yeah. So I guess you took yeah. So yeah. So I did say that because then you were like, you emailed me back and you're like, oh yeah, you know, we can we can figure it out. Da da da. You know, and 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 then and the next thing I know, Monday hits and you're like, I'm done. <laughs> 
yeah, I started Sunday afternoon yeah. and I got through episode five. Yeah. And then I finished it. I finished episode six and seven. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Monday. Yeah. yeah, Sunday afternoon was my day. I got yeah, I really powered through because yeah, because I know with episodes one and two, uh, you know, and, and just my overall impressions of of part one of season four because part two will will drop Fourth um, of July weekend. I agree. You know, I, I I still stand by what I said to you earlier. I think. You know, these episodes were, were like almost like feature length <laughs> with, uh, you know, at least, you know, for an, for an 80s film, given that it is set in the 80s, like an hour, 30 minutes. Because I think the big episode four was like, what, like an hour, and a, over an hour and a half. And all the other ones are, were at least an hour, hour 15. Um, so it, it took a while for it to build up, but. But you messaged me. I think you got the episode four before I did. And you said you love what they did with Max, and I uh, I was looking forward to it. And then from episodes four to seven, I was like, it zipped by for me. Right. Uh, even even with watching the Russia stuff, it th- 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 these and I think this season, you know, we we talked about it before premiere. You know, obviously the first season was the best. I think season two was very rocky. I think for me, at least up to this point. I will say I like I'm liking this season better than I like the third season. To this yeah, point. yeah. I, I season three, and I was thinking about this a lot because that's where we get the introduction of Max and Robin, and mm-hmm. they both those two characters brought so much dimension to the group and yeah. to the um, the cat the ensemble, and and I just love how. The, the pairings, like, like we have, um, uh, um, not Jonathan, but, um, man, Steve, um, Steve, Steve yeah. and Dustin, yeah. like, I forgot how much that little brother, older brother thing dynamic worked, and they're mm-hmm. using it well. I mean, in a way, I got mad at this show because of how long it's been since we saw season three. Yeah. But it, I think that's why everything w- felt refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the characters, like the dynamics, felt like, oh yeah, I remember really liking this. Oh, they're going in this direction. That's interesting. I, and how they split, like they put all the boring characters together. I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, there, there wasn't a weak link in the characters who I wanted to follow. Yeah, <laughs> and. And and I think why I why they they came off even more boring is everything was really happening in Hawkins. Yeah. Like like the real mystery of it all, the the horror of it all, the small town creepiness that is in Hawkins. Mm-hmm. If you send Mike to California, that doesn't follow him to California. No. no. So so which. I have. I'm very curious of why the Duffer Brothers would choose to send their main character to California, unless they realize that not a lot of viewers like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike's arc. I mean, at this point, Mike's arc is just a love. He's he's just a he he he, he and L are just you know they. No, but really think about it, Mike. Yeah. This season, these past seven episodes. Very little to do with the mystery that's going on in Hawkins. Like, Nancy is the one who's stepping up, surprisingly, which, like, you move Mike and suddenly you have Nancy, and she's just full investigator mode, Mm -hmm. like, a a real force in the show. And I really appreciate that because in the past she's just been a love interest. Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah, that's true. She really, I, I was thinking that this season, I was like, Nancy really is... And, and I and I know we'll we'll get probably get into it more the, the Nancy and Steve's rekindling uh, and, and flirt, flirting. Well, uh, she uh, might go for girls by the end of it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. She and Robin have a little thing too. But speaking of which, to get into my point about Mike, it seemed that basically Mike's only purpose was to you know go to California, yep. mm-hmm. get uh, and um, be the 
you know, build up this this weird tension between Mike, um, L, and w Will Byers as far as like what's Will's sexuality? Because I'm like, yeah, they, they just kind of teased it, but they never went there. And it's just yeah. sort of like, and I was like, okay, um, yeah, y'all y'all trying to do this like triangle thing here, but uh, y'all just didn't either they're trying to be like period sensitive as far as like you know people just weren't out as open then or or or, or, or what but oh, and no. maybe that That's and maybe that was that maybe that was the subtext. I mean that was maybe that was it. I mean it's just like okay you know Will can't can't tell you Mike how he really feels. <laughs> well well yeah that's that's completely the subtext, completely yeah. where they're going with it. They're trying to disguise it as Will having feelings for L, but viewers are smart and they can see through it. And that's why I don't think people are gravitating to that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. It's just a weird thing for them to throw on top. I mean, you already have Robin yeah. out there and, and I guess it's a different story. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting how Elle, again, I despised her at the beginning of the season because they went full carry mode. And I'm just like, yeah. I've seen this a thousand times. This is lame. Yeah. And then as soon as she meets the creepy nurse, <laughs> that's my name for him. I understand. Um, I understand who he is. He has a name, blah, blah, blah. Creepy nurse. It took me seven episodes to realize that that was Jamie Campbell Bauer. Um, who is a not a well-known actor, but he has been in a few franchises, and so I think that's interesting that it, that was him. Mm -hmm. It the moment he mentioned number one, though. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I uh -huh. see. I, yeah, I did too. I was like, ah, I see where this is going. He's number one. I, I saw it. Yeah, it, I did too. I was like, I, 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 I you got me hooked. I guess I, I was around with episode. Four, five, I think is where they had that. Reveal. That was five or six. It was. Yeah. It, it wasn't. They didn't do it straight away. Like no. Els, L was a very. Once they pulled her away from the boys, um, and don't even get me started on Jonathan. Like she became yeah. much better, even yeah. though it was such a complicated thing that I didn't really understand. Like, like I'm glad I wasn't paying too close attention to what was yeah. going on because the ending monologue of here is your villain here is how everything connected hit mm -hmm. me so much more hard because mm -hmm. i was still trying to process what really was going on with l where i'm like oh oh she's she's in the past because that's how okay so that oh this is all this story is technically a memory yeah oh oh that's how okay yeah. so so only because i wasn't paying a close attention i don't i don't know if it would have had that gravitas had yeah. i been like weekly here's my red string theory over here <laughs> no it, it it probably would because i i i did pick up on that thing you know i was like whenever you're right whenever they separated her from from the boys in california that was when l's story really took off and and you know they had the little flashback you know you know especially you know when with that i guess these ep part episode one i guess started with the you know with setting everything up the sort of yeah. the reset of here's here's the lab in hawkins here's everything that happened just to get you set, just to get your mind back into the game, so to speak, as far as what was going on with L. And then we go, and then we see that they have this life in California. And you're right, Jonathan. I'm not even going to spend any time on it because you know, really, the only thing that really mattered in Cal in, in in California was, like you said, L had her carry experience that basically led the authorities to her, so they could pluck pluck her out to get her back to Hawkins and 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 the and the and the note that she wants to be a superhero again. That she well, they had to get her back her powers. Yeah. Like, like that's the whole thing. And which, yeah. again, I think is a smart thing, which I didn't really realize at the end of season three, nor, or maybe I did, but I had forgotten about. I've for, I, I forgotten it. 
So, so I think as the season progressed, I, I was kind of like, oh, and at this moment, Max is going to go all haywire and she'll be saved by Elle. But no, they, they, the, they removed the ace, the MacGuffin, from mm-hmm. the kids in Hawkins dealing yep. with this stuff, which allowed those characters to be more active yep. and um, more, more appealing in terms of people to follow. And, and, and why it didn't, like, whenever they were able to get themselves out of these situations, the fact that they were all callbacks from, or a lot of them were callbacks to events that happened in previous seasons mm-hmm. was genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. as a viewer, you're like, okay, well, yeah, I, <laughs> those are traumatic experiences. You're going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and they're, they're nerds and they, they play Dungeons and Dragons. And that's what these character these beasts um, and villains are all based off of. So, I I really appreciate how they were able to have their main hero go through this independent arc, mm-hmm. but do, not crippling the main characters and and allowing stakes to occur because yeah. from like I I I I don't think I was as fearful for Max going as I was for Steve. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was very worried about Steve. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely, I, I agree. I was whenever he was in the lake, yeah, and and when he got pulled into the upside down, I was worried about that. But going back to something I just thought about, because uh, especially when I was, I, I did listen to, I was able to listen to a few reviews about the show, and I remember one stuck out, um, with, with you know, with, with the pairings, and, and they were saying that the pairings didn't work, but the whenever, but how you framed it and i think really i think is why the season especially from the as the season has unfolded so far where the strength of it was really you're right pulling pulling l away to california and really giving the other the remaining characters in hawkins the ability to really flesh out the the you know, this, this is where the Scooby-Doo gang actually works well. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, really did, I think, overall strengthen this season because they didn't have the ace, like you said, to to Elle's powers to bail them out each time. Right. And and they they were smart enough to even say that to the viewers. Like, mm-hmm. there's a point in the discussion. Oh, well, in the past, we've also had a hero, a superhero yep. with powers. Yep. But we don't. Oh no! <laughs> like they, the 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 characters are self aware about how they're at an extreme disadvantage. But mm-hmm. I mean, what else are you gonna do? And and I totally disagree with whoever said that about the parents. I think that's what the show did really well. Yeah, it was yeah. they pair the right characters together because yeah. I don't know if we would have that effective of a Scooby-Doo gang if Mike was there or if Mm -hmm. Will was there because Mike is like his character from day one has been like, Will, I got to get my friend back. Ooh, there's this pretty girl. I got to help her. Like, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. like those three have always been in this weird kind of triangle thing. And then the same thing with Nancy where like she was with Steve and then there's Jonathan and and I like how they're, they they created that triangle, they resolved the triangle, they're bringing it back, but also from the sense that, like, these are teenagers, distance does not make the heart grow fonder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I guess that was, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is doesn't. Yeah, and I think that was, you know, and in, in, in they dealt with that with, with Jonathan and, 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 and Surfer Dude, like, talking about going to college and, and, and those kind of things. And, and, and of course, um, and then with Nancy and, and the paper and the, and then and the little kid, the other reporter kid that uh, got killed in, by Minka, um, uh, you know, they, they played that, played that, played that up 
mm-hmm. as well and, and and how it really carried the story forward and i think that's the thing that I th- especially when we got to that fourth episode with max and, and like you said I, I i didn't i was not i knew they would figure out a way to save max right. I, I wasn't worried about her getting about us losing her um because you, you know they they that you don't go to that length of setting everything up with her, you know, having her see what happened to the cheerleader at the very beginning. And then uh, all the things, you know, breaking off. Um, um, gosh, I can't remember. I'm blanking on his name Luke? now. Luke. Yeah. Breaking off Luke, you know, having Luke be part of, you know, jock versus, versus the nerd. And, and you don't set all those things up to like kill Max in the fourth episode. Yeah. No, you, you, you don't, um you could it'd be very very sad um very memorable but um very sad but i i i like how even though that first episode it was rough Mm -hmm. looking back on it you you can't you can't remove it because so many pieces are set up yeah what happens and so that's where like binging a show like this i love to do is because yeah. Even the weaker episodes, if if it's a good season, by the time you're end with it, you're just like, oh, I could probably rewatch that and find 15 other hints. That exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the one place where I think, I mean, I think, yeah, the, the, this is. I, I will, I will admit, binging this show. Yeah, it may take it. Yeah, it'll have its moment in the sun for you know, it won't, it won't be like. WandaVision or Mando or some of the other things like on the, that, that Disney's doing with their programming or even the boys on Amazon. But th- this Stranger Things does work as a binger mm-hmm. because of what you just said. I mean, there even though you have to, it's a slog and to get through some of the, the, the setup pieces, but once it hits all, you know, once they get everything, the chess, the, the chessboard set, I mean, it's just like ready, set, go. And um, you know, that fourth episode, you know, and I think it was titled, was it Billy? Well, I can't, I can't recall the title of it, the chapter, but it really set in motion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it really, from that point forward, like I said earlier, it really spun things up, even though they had the detours with the Russia stuff with, with, um, with the chief hopper and all. Um, and you know, I do want to just touch on the Russia things because I, I, it, I watched it all. I don't know. It just didn't seem as compelling to me. It did seem like it was the weakest link in the story. Yeah. It just, I mean, it just seemed just, or maybe not weak, maybe not weakest link, but I don't know. It just seemed just, it just seemed disjointed from everything else that was going on. And I mean, I, and I know obvious for obvious reasons why, but it just, I don't know. It just said something about it. It was interesting. We got more details about Hopper and his background and, and in his Vietnam experience and, you know, which helped him you know, in the prison and, and, and lead to capture it and get into things for the Demogorgon to, to, to fight it later. But I don't know. Yeah. I, um, I just felt like I, I watched that in Black Widow, that movie that dropped last <laughs> Yeah, so I couldn't I help but like, think that, that too. Yeah. So I'm just going to fast forward. Yeah. And I, I stopped every now and then. And I was like, okay, okay. I just, yeah. we, I, like, one of the few things I did remember <laughs> from season three <laughs> was the quote unquote Hopper death, which we knew mm. was really going to die. And they, they did that. And I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, he, be, and, and maybe that's also another reason why I didn't like what was going on in California, because everyone was moping about his death, and I'm like, he's not dead. Yeah. So, when you, when you tell viewers what's really going on like that, it, you kind of lose interest to people who are holding those torches, because it's like, we yeah. know what's really happening, and we, we, we get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and also... I think it's also a failure on their part because they teased it early on that right. he survived. So I kind of knew what was going on. One, two, you're right. I had the exact same thing. I was like, Hey, when, you know, when is the red, red, red guardian going to show up? 
Because I did think about that. I was just like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. 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 Um, So will I watch trailers that come out for Stranger Things? No, because, again, I went into this thing very blind. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. Um, So because and maybe maybe that's why we liked it so much, because we did go into it like begrudgingly and we're like oh great stranger things nosebleeds gross but um so we just had low expectations and maybe that's why some people who went into it with higher expectations are picking scrutiny but overall i think this is a solid season yeah Um, yeah i remember really liking season three um Mm -hmm. i don't i don't think i hold season one that up there I don't know why, um, but I think overall, this is just a good bingeable show. I'm yeah. glad we're getting two more episodes, and then I'm also really, really happy we're getting another season yeah. um, for them to screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we well, I don't know. should have ended with season four. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, but, you know, getting back, you know, I will say that, like, with the, the way they set this up and, you know, and, 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 and Vinka and then also like with Creel and, you know, I love all the nightmare on the street, but I mean, you know, again, this show does all the things that, you know, it hits all the nostalgia beats and having Robert England back as Creel and, and how, you know, and like you said, that seventh episode, sixth and seventh episode where they tie all the things together with. The seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the seventh in particular, yeah. With, with, Creel and his father and and L and the back and forth as far as like you know the, the training the training situations that they, they were going in the lab and you know and and when she was you know in the in the isolation tank and trying to get her powers back but then they were like showing her perspective when she was a kid and and the creepy nurse being there uh, you know guiding her along and and. And then once we do get the we do get the, the big reveal uh, where you know Avinka slash Swamp Thing meets Freddy Krueger, uh, you know it. Uh, yeah, I I was I was like, damn it, okay, July July fourth weekend cannot get here fast enough because I I want to see you know you leave me like this and then also like Nancy being trapped in the in the upside down and 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 how will she how will she get out? Um, and, and, you know, and, and, and also, you know, she was also in that trance state, uh, if I recall. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah. I think they ended it great, and I'm looking yeah. forward to July 4th. Definitely, definitely. Um, all right. So, other things that happened this weekend was Star Wars Celebration. And so, of course, Will put out a bunch of stuff. Yep. And I all have <laughs> to read. Um, yeah. You put on a video game. <laughs> I added a video game. We can strike the Jedi. Yeah, it's just the Jedi. Yeah, the Jedi Star Wars Jedi Survivor is just a fall up to a fallen order. But yeah, so there's that. But you know, everything as as we've seen with these shows now, everything is interconnected. So but anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, of course. And then Ahsoka teased characters from Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, which I. Yeah, when I saw that that news, I I have to you know, and just given that I just finished watching Rebels and super stoked about about that, uh, just to see Chopper and as well. I don't know if Ezra Bridger will show up, but um, but definitely you know we we know Sabine, Ren, Chopper, Hera will definitely be there. Of course, the Ghost uh, actually wishes their ship and and Rebels did did appear in, in Rogue One, so this is. Another. This is not the first time they've appeared in live action, but, but they will definitely be a part of Ashoka, which you know be set during a time period of, of uh, Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. So and Grogu, so he obviously will come to steal the show. Um, and speaking about Grogu and Mandalorian, season three is set to premiere February twenty twenty three. Yep. Yep. Bo-Katan will be back. A lot of sand. Um, yep. Maybe Star not this Wars. time. Maybe actually this time I think they'll what? probably spend more time on Mandalore. What? I said I think I'm thinking they will spend more time in season three on Mandalore because Bo Katan will be back. He still have the whole 
dark saber that issues and and who's the rightful heir to the throne of Mandalore because that that was all set up in Mandalorian 2.5, also known as Book of Boba Fett. Will, you do not want to make a bet with me about how much sand will appear in Mandalorian <laughs> Season 3. Have you watched the Star Wars show yet? Like, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll spend some time. Always. Yeah. There's always we'll, we'll, yeah, there will be some time on Tatooine for sure. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't make a bet about that. You'll lose. You'll lose bad. <laughs> Um, Star Wars Skeleton Crew will be directed by John Watts and will star Jude Law. I did see that. Interesting. Yep. Um, Star Wars Bad Bash Season 2 will premiere in the fall of this year. Tales of the Jedi, an animated anthology series, will see the return of Qui-Gon Jinn, Count Dooku, and others. Yep. Because fans continue to ask to be removed, like, to get stories in this universe that are not related to the stories we've already known. And yet, that's all they give us. Um, but yeah, yeah. We'll these, yeah, I think these, I think these, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, well, we got teased with Qui-Gon, which, you know, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to uh, book uh, to Obi-Wan. But yeah, I mean, Tales of the Jedi looks, you know, it's just... Uh, Full slate of stuff, Star Wars stuff, and then of course there are a few other things that Celebration dropped this weekend. As far as far as um, uh, Indiana Jones, I think will be premiering. Was it the summer next next summer? I think as well, and um, and a couple other and, and and Willow on Disney Plus, I believe, was is, is also going to have a, a follow up uh, as well. So yeah, so yeah, it was, it was a it was a lot of content this weekend to keep track of. Yeah, definitely. Um, and as Will just teased, we are going to talk about the first three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I watched all three. Um, I, I, I was surprised I didn't fast forward through anything. Hey, all right. I did get up and walk around. <laughs> I did. I, I, it's not as bad as Boba Fett. Um, I don't think it's as good as everyone is saying it is. I think there's a lot of nostalgia happening. Mm. I think there's a lot of people like this show so far hasn't done anything to disgrace the the mythology or the lore that mm. that we all um, people are aware of and have already written their fan fiction about. Yeah. So so and and they haven't made any. Uh, missteps they've actually done things that I think a lot of viewers were surprised by like I a lot of I think a lot of people were surprised by how much Leia Obi action there is <laughs> yeah yeah for some I, reason, like oh we're but but it makes sense because Luke didn't know Obi right. theoretically so it, yeah. it, it's I I like that um, I do think it's funny, though, how people are going on and on about this series. And it just reminds me, like, the newer stories gets all the criticism. Um, and people are like, we don't want the Star the Skywalker stuff anymore. And yet, here's a series and we have Skywalker all over the place. <laughs> it's, all, it's all over the place, exactly. And people love it. Like, like yeah. this is why the heads of Lucasfilm are just like, here's nostalgia because you guys do love it when it works, when it yeah. works. And this one, it's, it's good. I don't think it's phenomenal, um, but, but it's good. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm really, so I'm really enjoying this. I did not know. I did not realize if I did know Leo, Leo was going to be in it. I, I maybe I have forgotten it because uh, because I, I really stayed away from too many, like, I know we've, we've talked about it some here, but, you know, we didn't really, like, say, oh, you know, so-and-so is returning their cast in Obi-Wan, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, in all the trailers, I, I think I watched the first one and then didn't watch a single one after. Right. So so I went into this series uh, knowing that it was set 10 years after uh, Revenge of the Sith. I knew it was, you know, before Rebels. And so, you know, so I went in knowing about the Inquisitors and stuff just because I did finally, I did go back and like catch up on all the uh, animated series. So 
it definitely lands. I think it definitely lands different for you. If I had, let me put it, if I had not like done my fill in my Star Wars gap, I, I think the series would hit differently for me. Uh, where it was like, oh, this is good, but but now that I like now that I've filled in that Star Wars gap, a lot of these story elements that are in there, like with the the Inquisitors and um, and Reva, and you know what I love. One thing I did really think they did a phenomenal job of doing with this with the first episode was basically you know speaking to, speaking of the Star Wars and the, the Skywalker Skywalker saga. They did a they did the best job of like capturing all the important moments of the, the prequel trilogy, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and to set to really set this series up just to get, you know maybe you know maybe you haven't watched the movies in a long time so you just need to remember all the key. But points. what about Reva? What were you gonna say about Reva? Yeah, but Reva gets to it and and getting that the reason why I brought up the the the, the first the the recap was right. it really set up. Reba's story because they, they they get us to Order sixty six and then we go into the Jedi Temple and we see Reba as one of the younglings when when Vader uh, uh, went into the temple attacked the temple. Well, yeah. it wasn't Vader at the time; it was Anakin. Well, it was Anakin, but yeah. And I didn't have my gaps filled, people. I didn't have my gaps filled. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but 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 also just the you know, but when they go when they are on Tatooine and you see the, the fifth brother and stuff, I mean, those are characters that show up, and the Inquisitor and a Grand Inquisitor uh, does show up in, in Star Wars Rebels and the fifth. fifth I sport. am. Yeah, so it's just, it just, I it just like everything they're doing with the Inquisitors and yeah. Reva. I've yeah. I have heard about the Inquisitors without mm-hmm. watching Rebels because I listen to people like you who have watched Rebels and talk mm-hmm. about Inquisitors, yeah. and and so I I kind of understood what was going on with them. I didn't know about Reva before this series. Um, I I have enjoyed her character. I haven't. I know that there's been some criticism about her, but I think overall I think she's a badass. And, I think she's a badass too. Um, yeah. I think she's playing it well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I, and I, there, there, there had, we couldn't just have another inquisitor and like the three of them fighting among each other. No, it had to be someone who has like, for, for someone to be that like set on Obi, it has to have similar outrage as Anakin did, does. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I like that, um, inclusion, um, my where where I'm like it's good but it's not phenomenal. It's just because and maybe again maybe it's because I listen to people like you and others who have speculated a lot about what an Obi Wan mo- a show would be or movie would be like, and so a lot of it's coming true. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Well, see, yeah. I don't know. It's I. I'm just. It's just like yeah, yeah. I. I think a few years ago somebody told a story, and it's like yeah, that's that's what's happening right now. I'm not surprised. I guess I'm not really yeah. surprised by anything. Yeah. Um, but I think what you're getting at in terms of why it's hitting me differently is I'm also not emotionally tied really to any of these characters or this mythology, and mm-hmm. so. For me, when Leia asks, are you my dad? And he, Obi has to say no. Um, I, like, there was no emotional punch, but I know a lot of diehard Star Wars yeah. fans, like, that hit them hard. It did, yeah. For, yeah, I think, yeah. And I, I think that's where, yeah, I think, like, for me, I'm not, so I'm not like these folks who, like, get all their little fan theories or fan stories. Like, No, you, know, you say that for Star Trek. I say that for no. I didn't even Star Trek. I don't do that. I I take the story as it comes. I don't like just because you know. Did I have like my you know concepts of like how this period between mm-hmm. uh, you know Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope played and Rogue you know played out? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I did. But but just because what what i thought was going to happen versus how it's been presented i i mean i'm i'm loving this series i'm just going to be honest i mean i 
I think it, it it is hitting, you know, I think, like you said, I, the, the story that they're having, and I know some people are criticizing, like, well, we've seen the child and Mando, that we're seeing these same tropes again and stuff. Fine, you know, yeah. It's different, it's different. But it's different, yeah. And because I, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean the, 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 the I mean the, the little actress who's playing Leia. I mean she's really capturing Leia's spirit, and we never really did. You know, we've always got the story from Luke's perspective, and you know, and, and seeing the juxtaposition of Luke's existence on Tatooine and, and his uncle, um, staying with them, and and Obi and Ben Kenobi, like you know, having his self-flagellating, like I must stay on Tatooine to protect the boy, and then. You know, and, and Ball Organic calling them out. It's like, no, you, you know, whenever we did this 10 years ago, we, we are protecting these kids from their father. And so I'm calling you now to like go do this. But then, you know, but then see Leah on Alderaan and seeing how she grew up and, 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 and all the, all her intuition, intimations and, you know, the attitude and stuff. I mean, it's just that, you know, the kid like, perfectly challenged channels all that stuff so yeah i mean so you're right it is is hitting all the emotional beats for me as a fan and i think yes there is a nostalgia there and all that but at the same time it's a really well executed story and it and and i think the thing is they have a story to tell in there and and they're other than the silly cw chase in the woods overall the series is like hit things just right for me yeah i think um I was getting super Wonder Woman vibes when we were first introduced to um, Leia because mm. there's all of those flashbacks in the Wonder Woman movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this kid definitely does borderline on overly pretentious and a little bit annoying to like sweet and you feel bad for her. So, mm. so they're like walking a fine line. I'm wondering how far they can stretch it. Um, and I just, I think it's just a funny like, Leia gets captured again and again. <laughs> it's been going on a long time for Leia, and that's why she behaves the way she does in New Hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, I, I, it, it's kind of a bait and switch where for some reason you have it in your mind like Luke is going to be around, but why, why would he? And then they, well, if you can't have Luke, you got to have Leia. And it's kind of a love letter to Carrie Fisher in a way. It is. Um, and and so and so I like all of those aspects, but more importantly, freaking Kamal Namjani, which I probably <laughs> fucked up his name, but that that man, he's just having like time of his life right now in an MCU movie and now in a Star Wars show. And I know at one point we talked about him appearing mm-hmm. in Obi-Wan, completely forgotten about it. So the moment he shows up, I'm like, yes, yeah, yes, please. And I loved. I loved everything he was doing, and I'm I'm hoping he comes back. <laughs> I hope I hope so too. I yeah I I hope he reappears. And I think I think oh really out of all the Star Wars shows, because we watched a lot and they're always like on the run and they're always hopping like like um, planets and they're always yep. walking in sand. But I think this show has the best supporting characters, like supporting encounters, where we don't have these controversial episodes of, well, that was kind of a waste of time, like, and we mm-hmm. don't care about those characters mm-hmm. that they just so happen to run across. I mean, even the, um, I think his name was Fork or yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Even he he made sense and brought a different perspective to the show. And they're doing a lot of um, bait and switches with, like, who these people are based on when you first meet them and then who they are afterwards. And um, so so I, I, I really – I think overall that's – and that's another reason why there seems to be a lot of momentum and a lot of mm-hmm. people are engaged, actively engaged, because – these characters, yes, we've seen this kind of like wandering thing happen, yeah. um, but the pit stops along the way are adding to the story, building out a universe, um, and and fleshing or not building out, but fleshing out this universe um, yeah. that a lot of people have wanted to see. Yeah, totally. I mean, 
I, I, yeah, I mean, I've always wondered, you know, even from from when I was a kid watching New Hope and the backstory about Obi Wan, and you know, and, and even Obi and, and even Obi Wan like talking to when he, like as like you said in the third episode where, um, you know, Leia asks is is about is he her father and he's like no, but then he talks about his childhood and you know he has flashes of 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 his childhood and. And maybe had a brother, and, and and to your point too about like why Riva has has this anger and and towards Obi Wan and 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 why she is so hell bent on capture him. You know, again, it 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 it, it, it is casting that like you know the Jedi are you know the Jedi are more complex than these than than what we always just in this binary good versus evil thing, because, you know, you, you see those junglings in the temple and they are, they are, you know, more pulled from their families and stuff. And then when the family was supposed to protect them, they weren't there for them. Yeah. And, and now, yeah. So, yeah. So, and now, you know, that's why, you know, the, that's that motivation for Riva to be a part, you know, the worst where Vader could seduce her to be a, one of his inquisitors. And, and, and these other fallen Jedi, you know, because when my family needed me, they weren't there. And yeah, there's a betrayal. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so I'm, you know, so I, I think those are the things that wh- where I think where this this show is really like nailing it for me. And then also just just also just seeing Obi Wan, a broken Obi Wan, and really giving really giving weight to how when they say it was the dark times when the empire took over the Senate, you know, in, in that period before new hope, it really, just to see him broken and like, you know, and, and, and as he's, a, I guess he's a butcher and, and, and those scenes just, just, just every time this repetitiveness of it, like his mundane life on Tatooine, where he's just like, I'm just here chopping the meat, keeping an eye on Luke, chopping the meat, keeping an eye on Luke. I mean, it was, and, and just and how he had shut you know and, and we saw this and I guess thinking to to Luke whenever he shut himself off from the Force in Last Jedi. Yeah, that's all uh, I could think about. Yeah. Means. Yeah, I mean it's just just how life how how in this universe how 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 these stories just have a way of coming full circle and and but then they find their redemption again to and find their purpose and and i think this is part of what this i mean it's clearly one of the premises of this series is to show us how obi-wan found his purpose again because he had lost it after you know after order 66 was was issued so i think it's just a real facet they know the story to tell and i think it's a very fascinating story and fascinating period of star wars history that they're really exploring here and um, you know, I'm all here for it, and 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 I'm hoping that we'll, you know, at the end of the series, we will see uh, Ben Kenobi deliver the the little starship to to the Lars farm, and um, Owen lets him keep it this time. <laughs> see, and and that's the part I'm not interested in, because mm-hmm. I feel like we know we we know the beats, we've seen the beats. Yeah, yeah. I'm more interested in. Like, okay, well, we've seen one encounter now. Yeah. Like, like what, what, like, how does this end and why does it take another 10 years for, for Darth Vader to go and capture Leia again? Like, I want to, I want to understand like what happens now to, to, to allow that span of time to occur before the events of New Hope. Like, like I'm more curious about, about mm-hmm. that than mm-hmm. I am about Obi's redemption thing, like finding purpose. Well, okay, boring. <laughs> yeah, well, see, but this is why you know I, I raised Star Wars Rebels earlier, and why I think I'm glad I watched it because this now that the show hits different because Obi Wan, spoiler alert for folks who haven't watched it, does appear in Rebels, and I'm not gonna tell you what happens in Rebels, but uh, but but this this story, like we we we. Now that we're going on this journey as far as his redemption, and when we see him again in Rebels, it all, as I said, everything is landing differently for me now. Then, because I, 
because prior to prior to watching Rebels, I didn't know that Obi Wan showed up in that series. So, oh. so I missed I missed that episode of kind of funny. So, no, or, it wasn't, or, or it Jedi wasn't or, or, or Jedi or or, right. or or Christian on Jedi Council. Yeah. So, so I missed those. So I mean, having having experienced that series and and seeing it and then watching it now, watching Obi Wan now. I just feel as at least as a Star Wars fan, uh, you know, uh, it's just it's landing differently for me as a as a as a as a diehard fan of this of this of this franchise than it did prior than me prior to prior to watching it, those, those those animated shows and and also just you know obviously now that Felonia is is going to just mine these shows for like all the live action content so all right. Yeah, so that that's that, yeah, but that's that's all I have to say. Uh, at least for the first three episodes, I mean, I'm looking forward to looking forward to what happens after uh, Obi Wan gets out, you know, and, and Vader meet up again. I mean, I know they, they they tease the lightsaber battle. I don't know. I wonder if this is D one or is this going to be another one. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. think I'm pretty sure that there's going to be at least one more. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't imagine them having that in the third episode and not encountering again because it was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some like funny, like uh, I hate fighting in the dark. Like yeah. my TV does not work well, um, especially in the summer with the sun. So yeah. I just, I don't want any more night f- fights. I know that there's yeah. going to be because lightsabers are cool in the dark, but still. Yeah. Um, or it could be, it anyways, could be. Yeah, it could be the fight though, because that you know it could be that well, you know, the, there's well. a line in a new hope. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I will hush. We got next week to talk about it. So. <laughs> what? I was gonna wrap it up. Oh no, I was just saying I I will hush about Obi Wan right now because we'll have we'll have next week to talk about. We got more. three weeks to talk about Obi Wan. Yeah. He yeah. ain't going anywhere. Exactly. At least for another three weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, she's going to be captured three more times, and then yeah. she'll win. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on that note, uh, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me, and, and you can find me at Will and Polk. Go watch Top Gun Maverick. Love that film. If you it's, it's, it is as hyped up as it is 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 everybody is saying, go check it out. But you can find me on Twitter at Will M Polk W I L L M P O L K. And you can find me on Twitter at S J Belmont S J B E L M O N T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And visit our website, www.scenenerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. Bye.